0: Welcome to City News 570 Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Prices so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter.
1: Back here inside the Memorial Auditorium where the Kitchener Rangers hold off a feisty Ottawa 67s team. Kitchener went into the third period with a 2-0 lead, and Ottawa would battle back, and if not for Philip Machar and a little bit of late-game magic, the outcome of this one is dramatically different. But, in the end, the Rangers would prevail And they pick up their third consecutive victory and fifth in their past seven games. Let's run down how this one went for you back in the first period at 15.55. Matt Andonofsky got his fourth of the season from Hunter Brustevich. And the Rangers led 1-0 after one. In the second, Antonino Pugliese would take just a terrific pass from Hunter Brustevich. Brustevich had his own goal line near the corner fires a laser to center ice now you got to give Pugliazi credit for how he received that pass but just as much credit to Bruce Stevich putting it right on the tape and Pugliazi goes in shorthanded on the breakaway for his 14th of the season Matt Andonofsky the secondary assist that one came 115 into the second and it was the only goal of that middle period Rangers led 2 nothing after 40 minutes in the third Ottawa Playing its third game in as many days, kept on coming. They were like the unwanted relative that would not go home from a family dinner. Brady Stonehouse with his 13th of the season from Cooper Foster and Thomas Sermon at 9.01 of the third, made it 2 1. And then Samuel Maillet with his 13th from Henry Muse and Jacob Millet at 13.41, and suddenly. We had ourselves a tie hockey match, but Philip Machar, under a minute later, uh, what do you got? 19 and 25 is 44 seconds later. Mashar would restore the Rangers' lead for good. His 14th from Carson Raykoff made it 3 2, and then Machar, unassisted into an empty net with 11 seconds to play, would finish this one off for the Rangers. 4 2, the final. Kitchener goes 0 for 2 on the Channers power play. Ottawa goes 1 for 4, and the 67s out shoot. The Rangers 33-23, to 23, a crowd of 7,200-plus here on a Sunday afternoon to take it in. Rangers win it 4-2, to two, your post-game show for you save flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. We'll hear from Rangers head coach Yusia Hocus next on City News 570.
0: You're listening to City News 570 Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter.
1: And back here at the Memorial Auditorium as a crowd of 7,230 makes its way out of the arena. And we continue post-game coverage following a 4-2 Ranger victory over Ottawa. Make it three in a row for the rangers a couple of third period goals from philip mashar a goal and an assist from matthew andonofsky a pair of helpers from hunter bruce stevich one of those helpers on a shorthanded goal from antonino pugliese all part of the rangers win this afternoon let's send it downstairs to paul fixter
2: thanks mike i'm downstairs with head coach UC Hokison. coaches some games are tougher to win than others that one got a little close in the third but in the end your team was able to find a way to win
3: well, yeah, I, I thought our first period we we didn't play well. A lot of turnovers, uh, our defending we weren't. Uh, a lot of pucks going through. We weren't defending hard enough, and still we got a one nothing lead. So that was good. But uh, the second period we picked up our game. I think that was the best. And uh, they got back in with uh, with those uh, their power play goals. Or oh, it was just five on five. Just got in. Five, but uh, we took stupid penalties there and. Uh, well, we should have. But good, Miss R came big, uh, and uh, we got the points when we needed.
2: Nice when you get a goal from one of your defensemen, Nandanowski.
3: Oh, yeah. Well, he, now he might start talking all oh, trying to get to power play, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's good. He has a good shot, so uh, good to get the uh, and overall, uh, do get the pucks to the net, and usually when you do that, well, uh, you'll get goals.
2: You must be pleased, coach, you, you know, you get a win against the high-end team in Ottawa from the East, beat North Bay last Sunday, and, and in Sudbury, you know, even though it was a loss, the team was able to get five goals. Matching up well against some pretty good opposition in the East?
3: Well, yeah, uh, I think uh, if we, we play our best and we're on our game, we can beat any team in the league, and that's how it is. But we just still uh, a lot of games to go, and we have to keep improving, and... Uh, yeah, but yeah, happy for sure. Uh, at that time, London's going high right now. A lot of big games going coming up, so we need the points.
2: Speaking of big games, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, it's going to be quite a week for your hockey club. I look forward to watching those games, coach. Have a good week of practice. All right, thank you. Back upstairs to you, Mike.
1: Thank you very much, Paul. You see a hocus with post-game thoughts following his squad's 4-2 win over the 67s here this afternoon. It wasn't easy but the Rangers made it work. Your post-game show is courtesy of You Save Flooring. Prices so low, just take it and go. We continue on City News 570.
0: You're listening to City News 570 Rangers Talk, brought to you by You Save Flooring. Prices so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter.
1: And back here at the Memorial Auditorium, following a 4-2 Rangers win, Paul Fixter is rinkside.
2: Thanks, Mike. I'm downstairs with today's first star, Matthew Andonovsky, goal and assist today. With a production like that,
4: are you going to be asking Coach Crackers for some power play time? No, I think we all we all know our roles, and and I think we all we all know our roles. So that's I'm not going to ask for power play time. I'll just stick to my uh, defensive game and, and leap root of that. So yeah, I think I'll just stick to my defensive game. But it's always nice to contribute on the offensive end.
2: Your defensive game has been stellar, Matthew. Just on the goal, just explain to the fans the importance of. And I called it placement, getting the puck on the net, taking a little bit off to hit the net, and that's exactly what you did.
4: Yeah, I know. Uh, I think the biggest thing on the de- defense defensive end is just getting pucks through, and I think uh, it hit off one of their players, but still just getting it towards the net, and you never know what's going to happen. So I think just getting it through is, is the biggest thing I'm focused on and not necessarily uh, putting it through the net, but just getting it on net.
2: I know you've got great chemistry with with Berstevich, who's been your partner for the entirety of the year, but I've noticed... The newest addition, Olivier Savard, has played with different uh, different partners uh, through the two games that he's played. What's it like playing with him, and what's he meant for this hockey club?
4: Yeah, no, it's, uh, I think it's great. We all we all can play each, with each other, which is awesome. Um, if one guy goes down, we, we have chemistry between um, each other. Um, so, yeah, he's been awesome just moving the puck fast and, and making it tough for the opponent in the defensive end. So I think it's been awesome having him as an addition.
2: Big week for the hockey club wednesday friday saturday against uh, divisional opponents guelph and, and london how do you prepare for a week like that
4: yeah just recovering well uh, making sure my body feels good and and getting the hot tub cold tub and sh- make sure i'm stretching and just getting uh amped up for the big three games ahead of us
2: i appreciate you giving us a few minutes of your time i'll let you go take care of that body right now thank you thank you appreciate it back upstairs to you mike
1: thank you very much paul matt and the and paul might have let A little part of our post-game show slip out there, but that's okay. A goal and an assist for Matt Andonofsky in the Rangers' 4-2 win over Ottawa here this afternoon. Your three stars. Is that what just slipped out? And more still to come on your post-game show for you save flooring. This is City News 570.
0: Who blew a call? Who left it all out on the ice? Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter break it down on City News Five Seventy Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Prices so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter.
1: And back here inside a quickly emptied Memorial Auditorium, seventy-two hundred plus in here. On a Sunday afternoon to watch the Rangers pick up their third consecutive victory, a 4-2 win over the Ottawa 67s, but it was anything but easy on this Sunday afternoon. Let's look at your three stars from this game. Your three stars are brought to you by the Better Business Bureau. You can find a better business at bbb.org. Brady Stonehouse had one of two Ottawa goals. Both of those goals coming in the third period. And Stonehouse is named star number three of this game. With a couple of assists, one of them of the next-level variety. If you want to see a player make an NHL-level pass then watch what Hunter Brustevich did in the second period here this afternoon. It's already made the OHL's highlight reel, so check it out online if you're so inclined. But it was a thing of beauty. One of two assists for Brustevich today, and he was named this game's second star. And the man from whom you just heard, Rinkside with Paul Fixter, Matt Andonovsky, One goal, one assist, and big minutes logged On the back end, he is a defensive force to be reckoned with. Andonofsky is this game's first star. So your three stars go Andonofsky, Bruce Davich, and Stonehouse. Your three stars for the Better Business Bureau. Find a better business at bbb.org. A quick break. Back for some final thoughts with Paul Fixter, And then your phone calls on Rangers Talk. All of it brought to you by You Save Flooring on City News 570 back here at the Memorial Auditorium and I don't know where my partner went so I'm sure he'll find his way back upstairs eventually in the meantime I'll just remind you that the Rangers have their third win in a row and fifth in their past seven games on biz day here at the Memorial Auditorium as Paul Bissonette returned to an arena where he told us before the game that he used to get heckled by an older fan behind the penalty box because when Paul Bissonette was in this league He spent an awful lot of time in the penalty box, and he remembers some big battles with the Mike Richards-led Rangers back in the early 2000s. Bissonette was here for Biz Day. Biz is an entity unto himself now, having graduated from Saginaw and Owen Sound in this league and then into the National Hockey League with Pittsburgh uh, and Arizona and now of course the host of his own podcast and really his own business enterprise it was a lot of fun having him around today and he like you got to watch the Rangers skate to a third consecutive victory a 4-2 win this afternoon over the Ottawa 67s on our LeBold Electric out-of-town scoreboard Sarnia picks up a 3-1 win in Mississauga this afternoon london is absolutely hammering owen sound it's seven nothing nights at the end of the second oshawa faces off with kingston later on this evening a quick break back with your calls as we get into rangers talk next all of it brought to you by you save flooring prices so low just take it and go this is city news 570 Time to open the phone lines and hear from you on Rangers Talk following a 4-2 Rangers victory over the Ottawa 67s here at the Memorial Auditorium this afternoon. I think you know the numbers, but I'll remind you just in case. 519-570-2545, star 570, and one 800 15. We're going to take Rangers talk as far as 5.30 this afternoon. So if you want to be a part of it, time is of the essence. You shouldn't have to shovel. Last I checked, it was still bright and sunny out there. That was the first intermission, mind you. But nonetheless, give us a call. Let us know your thoughts on this Ranger team. And really, with the week ahead, I think the big question is, like we asked Paul Fixter during the Fix is in for City Cabs, uh, way back during our Harris Law pregame show, will the rangers end the next week still in first place even this afternoon it looked to be in jeopardy as ottawa came back to tie it in the third period but the rangers win london has basically already won even though only two periods are in the books but they're up seven nothing on owen sound but the knights will remain one point behind the kitchener rangers even as london picks up its 12th straight win but up ahead for kitchener guelph on wednesday London here on Friday, and then London in London on
2: Saturday. What a week! That's going to be so what, much fun! What a week! Uh, yeah, it, it is going to be fun. Um, Mike, this game here today, what, what a what an effort by the Rangers! Like, they in the end, it got tight, it got close, but they persevered, they and they they hung in there. And you know, there was a lot of contributions tonight. Malbuff was outstanding again in, in the Nets, he, he gave the team. Uh, I, I talked to one of the coaches down there, and they said on the on the power play goal, uh, sorry, on the uh, on the stone on the Meyer goal. Yeah, it was, yeah it was. a power play goal. Um, Andonovski was was screening. Uh, I think you could tell from Andonovsky's reaction. Yeah, yeah. So you know you can't fault him on that. I thought it's one he should have had. Uh, maybe the coaches have already heard what I said because they corrected me on that. Regardless, Melbiff was great. Uh, the, the defense was very solid again another nice performance by Savard and in the end you know Machar scores and and it was just a real good performance I give a lot of credit to Machar for what turned
1: out to be the game winning goal even though it was a pinball type shot that goes off a couple of bodies but he he brought the puck into the zone with authority and then he just put it
2: towards the net he was looking for the backdoor pass but you'll take the result every day of the week when there's, when there's skates and sticks and whatever between you and the net, there's a good chance it's going to hit that and go in, and that's exactly what happened. All right, let's get to the phones on Rangers Talk. And, of course,
1: we're going to start with Cody. Cody, you're on City News 570. Hey, Farwell, what's up, guys? We're good, Cody. We saw you on the big screen today. You won a prize. What did you win? A $50 gift card to Tim Hortons. Uh, we'll take a couple of large coffees black black <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. Dad, dark roast good. I, I already got the whole group itching, itching for me to buy them coffee so. Attaboy. yeah <laughs> but it was awesome get it was an awesome game Close game like like fixer said it, w- it was real close um but also getting to meet paul bassinet was the best day ever I met him during the intermission too
1: Oh, nice! Did you get up to the Blue Line Club? No, I uh, I saw him I saw him downstairs I saw him downstairs uh, during the
5: interview.
2: Oh, cool! Wow! Mm-hmm. It, listen, you you have any idea how lucky you are? I just was downstairs with Coach Karakis, uh mother. Caracas mm-hmm. played with Bissonette in Owen Sound. She's so disappointed. He has stayed at Jeff's house, his parents' house in Mississauga. She was so upset she didn't get to see him. And you know what her son sister? to her? Hey, you should have bought a ticket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you, Cody, get to see him without a ticket. Wow, yeah. are you fortunate and lucky? You've yeah, got one up cool. on even the coaches here.
0: Yeah, I just hope we can use that luck on uh, Wednesday and Friday between Guelph and London. I'm hoping.
1: Uh, absolutely. Cody, appreciate the call. Thanks very much for making it. Uh, it was a lot of fun with Paul Bissonette, a.k.a. Biz Nasty, in here today. Uh, just going back to Cody's point about how close this game was, and just as we were starting Rangers talk, our. Buddy Kenny Walls from Ottawa, who does radio play-by-play for the 67s, poked his head in to say, so long, see you in a few weeks when we're up there. But this Ottawa team, Paul, full credit for the pushback in
2: the third period when they had every reason to start warming up the bus. Yeah, I keep saying three and three. It was really three and two and a half. Two o'clock start here today Uh, with travel. You know, Brantford, Owen Sound, and what have you. Um, I give them full credit. They, They came out in the third how I thought they would come out with pushback, and... You know, they tied the game up. They gave themselves a chance. And in the end, it just came up a little bit short. But they have to feel good about themselves. They get five out of six points on a Western Conference road swing. Uh, well, sorry, Brantford. I, I consider Brantford in our division, our conference. Uh, real good real good road road game by the uh, road road trip by them, and a real good road game today even though they didn't get a point. Yeah, that's a good point. Sorry, well, four four, four six. six. Yeah. yeah, but it looked like they were going
1: to pick up at least one the yeah. way it was going there. It was a 2-2 game with less than five minutes to play or just over five minutes to play when uh, Philip Mishar got the winner for the Rangers. Back to the phones. Evan, you are on Rangers Talk. Hey, Farwell. Hey, Fixter, What's up, guys? We're doing good, Evan. How are you? Fun fact. I...
5: Uh... I predicted 4-2, and look what happened. 4-2.
1: Wow, there you go. Buy yourself a lottery ticket. You can maybe win 50 bucks like Cody just did on his Tim Hortons card.
5: It's not like that anymore, but, uh, you know, you know how it is. Lottery tickets are uh, more expensive than you think.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough.
5: Uh, But uh, I do have to say... Shout-out to the Rangers today. Uh, great game. And uh, I hate to uh, steal the uh, commercial, but... Uh, Price is so low! Take it and go!
1: All right, guys. And on that note, we will go. Thank you very much for the call. <laughs> I appreciate it. Nice to hear from you. And listen, our friends at you Say Flooring are loving that. They are our premier sponsors here on rangers talk and they're going to love it that the fans even know their jingle fixie this is listen we got partnerships all over the place everybody is excited to be a part of this rangers team in
2: any way they can this year well those uh, last two colors are sure excited that's for sure (laughs) Uh, i think you have we have every reason to be excited um we've yet to see uh, chalet in in the lineup and and we're still scoring goals and, and uh, you know getting points against good hockey teams uh, there's so much to be excited about Mike and and just getting back to malbuth like now you've got two goaltenders that are just raising the bar each and every night they're pushing one another is I think it's safe to say we certainly will see Parsons back in the net uh, no question about it but they're going with a hot hand and I, I I've uh, I'm really happy for uh, Tristan Malbuff and what he's done here of of late. That's five straight wins for Malbuff. 14 saves on
1: 16 shots in the third period alone as Ottawa's push comes close but doesn't quite break through as the Rangers get an empty netter to finish off a 4-2 victory here this afternoon we'll take a quick break come back with more of your calls on rangers talk it's brought to you by you save flooring as evan just sang for you price is so low just take it and go this is city news 570
0: it's time to speak your mind have your say on city news 570 rangers talk call now 519-570-2545 Brought to you by You Say Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. City News 570.
1: Tristan Malbuff backstops the Kitchener Rangers to a 4-2 victory here at the Memorial Auditorium this afternoon, and that is... Five straight wins for Malbuff in goal for the Rangers. And Paul Fixter, I'm just looking at the numbers. The save percentage. I was trying to get the numbers scribbled down quickly. I didn't get them all there. But basically, uh prior to this game, Malbuff was running with only eight goals against allowed. So make it now ten over his past five games. So a goals against average of two and a nine eighteen save percentage coming into this one and he put up 31 saves on 33 shots against so you're roughly uh you're running over 92 percent there or very close to it so you're 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 around 920 921 save percentage now and a 2.0 goals against average in the past five games for Tristan Malboff who has really come to life for these Kitchener
2: Rangers those are impressive numbers, Mike. They are, and that's going to win you a lot of hockey games, and that's also gonna going to get you a lot of starts from your head coach when you're running numbers like that uh, out. Those, that's those are great numbers. A lot of people
1: asking what this means for Jackson Parsons and whether or not Parsons is still healthy. Unless they're hiding something uh, from us and hiding it very well, the answer is yes, Parsons is healthy. But what you're doing here and you you see a hocus alluded to it in our pregame show and and i would put it to you this way paul it's much like the way this coaching staff has kind of operated with the team this entire season you work hard you get the results and you're going to be rewarded with ice time power play time whatever the case may be and this is not a knock on jackson parsons it's just that it's a long season he was the man he was carrying the bulk of the load maybe he's just fighting it a little bit right now and you've got another guy who is playing probably his best hockey of the season why not just ride the hot hand and let parsons get a little bit of a break from the workload and find his game again
2: through the course of 68 games there's going to be ebbs and flows peaks and valleys uh, for players for special teams for the team itself and right now, uh, I, I believe Parsons is just in one of those, you know, he's in the valley and, and not climbing the uh, climbing the mountain right now. Um, I I actually heard a interview that was done with uh, head coach UC Hocus about the health of Parsons, and he he looked the person right in the eye and said he's healthy, he's fine. So we can put that at ease. Uh, Jackson Parsons is just getting a little bit of rest right now, as Melbuff is carrying the mailbag, and.
1: You know, you look at this team, you know, bigger picture, and there was a lot of talk in this building today because we had an Eastern Conference opponent in here, and, and you, you ran it down before the game, Paul. In, in the Eastern Conference right now, you have from first to seventh, it's a six-point gap, and it essentially stays that way. Well, Mississauga lost, so nobody's moved points-wise on a four-game slate so far in the Eastern Conference. Oshawa home to Kingston tonight. But six points from Sudbury in first down to Kingston in seventh. And I didn't hear a single person on the Eastern Conference side of the ledger say, well, we're terrified of the Sudbury Wolves, especially after what they did at the trade deadline. And that's not a knock against Sudbury. We saw them, what, two weeks ago now, and bo- or last weekend. And boy, oh boy, can they put the puck, the old biscuit, in the basket. But... The other side of that coin is they gave up 11, 11 goals to the Windsor Spitfires yesterday. All of this is my roundabout way of saying the Kitchener Rangers right now with the way Malbuff is playing and the way Parsons has played, Rangers almost
2: have a bit of an embarrassment of riches in goal <laughs> going for them. What a, what a nice problem to have, isn't it? Uh, you know, and, and in the end, Mike, you've been around long enough and people are watching. You know, you need defense to win championships and you know when you're giving up even even the game that we lost in Sudbury they still give up five goals that's too many uh they gave up seven the other night they gave up 11 the other night. like th- those are huge numbers and this is in the 1980s Edmonton Oilers where it's run and gun uh, hockey anymore this is you know <laughs> this is a lot of years after that and, uh, you, you have to play defense. And if, if you're, if you're just going to try to exchange scoring chances and in the end, hopefully have one more than the, the other team at the end of the game, uh, you're not going to go very far. And that's the way Sudbury is playing right now. Ottawa isn't. Ottawa is a very good hockey club. Oshawa is a very good hockey club. We've seen that. We've yet to see Kingston. Uh, we know Brantford's a good hockey club. There's some good hockey clubs on these. That's why it's so tight. I wish we could have seen Kingston earlier
1: because they have really found their yeah. game as well. The well, Roman Schmidt addition has been really nice for the front next, but they're starting to play some of their best hockey of the season too. And they've made a
2: coach they were one of the teams that made the coaching changes early on for whatever reasons they did that. It seems to have worked out. He's getting the most uh, out of the players he has and they've had some nice additions to their lineup F- figuring in like they they're they're sitting they're sitting in the 7th spot but they're 6 points out of the 1st spot so it's it's a real cluster on, on the east no question about it um, and all we have to worry about is is the west and we've got a heck of a west uh, schedule this the, the next 3 games yeah we'll get to that before we wrap things up
1: here on Rangers Talk this afternoon but I just want to continue the theme of what you just said Paul about the idea of just trying to outscore the opposition won't take you very far and i agree with that wholeheartedly i get the sense that when you've got your goyettes and your musties and your others on the uh roster with the sudbury wolves that is kind of what you're intending to do we will get into a track meet with you and we'll finish with more goals on the board than you will by the end of the night but that tends to run out of steam as the playoffs grow longer and the teams get deeper and so i'll bring you back to kitchener with how well their goaltenders are playing now a couple of 19 year olds and then say what you want about the moves made for players like owen beck at the trade deadline, the Rangers added a really nice piece, and you talk to Matt Andonofsky about him on the back end and Olivier Savard to just add a little bit more. The top four for Kitchener, I think any team would take with Brustevich and Andonofsky and Motu and Reed have been a very good top four. Now you've got Savard in that mix as well. Maybe he elevates to give the rookie Reed some you know, lesser minutes at times. But nonetheless, it's a pretty good back end for Kitchener. And then you look up front and you've got a bunch of firepower. But I think the way this Rangers roster is built, it's got a better chance for success longer
2: term than a team like Sudbury right now. I I agree with you, Mike. And I I really like your assessment of the defense. The defense reminds me a lot of how it started the year. And, you know, we had to make the change with with Schmidt because of the OA situation and all that. Homera wanted out. Uh so that's all been dealt with and it's dealt been dealt with very nicely. I think Carson Campbell is playing better again. He looked really good today, didn't he? he? Yeah, he he's he went through a little bit of a funk like we've talked about uh, throughout the season players and the team are going to go through it, are going to go through that. Carson went through it a little bit I, I think the last two games he's he's looked very nice. Uh we haven't seen a whole lot of of Max yet but uh you know he's a nice addition. I I think with Savard today he had such a good game. I can't think of anything he did wrong or did poorly, didn't execute. And that's what you want to see in him. Just a quiet game where you don't notice him. If you're noticing him, it's probably not a good sign. The other thing I, I, I do like, he has played with different partners. And I don't know if that's a feeling out process or if they're kind of using five and rotating in the sixth. And that's the way it works out. I, I don't know. Mike, the other thing I want to mention, and you talked about the sound defensive play, you know, and just kind of getting back to the Sudbury reference about exchanging Scoring chances. I found them to be very undisciplined as well. Now, Kitchener only got three power plays when when we were up there, but Kitchener went two for three on the power play. If you're going two for three on the power play uh, and you're trying to exchange chances, that's not a recipe for success. Kitchener has the recipe for success. Let's see where it takes them. You would have seen this recipe work at the highest level as
1: much as – Everybody will want to, and I understand why, but talk about the Peter Forsbergs and the Joe Sackicks of the world. There was an Adam Foote and, oh, yeah, a Patrick Waugh of that same Colorado world that won a couple of Stanley Cups.
2: You know, and and those are the stars that everybody recognizes. And, and Patrick, it was, he's the best He's the best in the game, I think, and that's going to create some gener- some interest, I think, on this uh, talk show because there will be others who, who contest that. I, I happen to believe he, he was certainly the best that I've seen. But the other defense, like Sylvain Lefave former Kitchener Ranger Craig Willan, and uh, Curtis LeCision, these guys were all, you know, the, the Motus, the Savards that we're talking about here. Adam Foote was a star. Ray Bork was a star. No question about it. Sandus of Lynch was a star. But all those complimentary guys... Uh, were, were fantastic, knew their role, did their job, killed penalties, blocked shots, all the things that, you know, we've seen with this hockey club here. The stars have to be stars, the stars have to be your best players, but those complementary players have to do their role, have to do their job as well. And when you do, you certainly have a chance for success in the end.
1: I'll uh, just throw Marty Brodeur's name out there as we (laughs) head to a quick timeout here in Kitchener following a 4-2 Rangers win over the 67s. Rangers Talk is a presentation of You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. We continue on City News 570.
0: Got something to say about your East Avenue Blue? Call now. 519 570 2545. It's City News 570. Rangers talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low. Just take it and go. City News 570.
1: Multi point game for multiple Kitchener Rangers. Matt Andonofsky, a goal and an assist. Hunter Bruce a pair of assists. Philip Mishar, a couple of goals. And how about Tristan Malbuff in the nets? 31 saves for the Rangers on 33 Ottawa shots against. And Kitchener picks up its third straight win, 4-2, over the Ottawa 67s. An empty netter icing this one at the Memorial Auditorium this afternoon. Let's get right back to the phones here on Rangers Talk. Stephen, good afternoon. Hello, my friends. How are you? We're good, thank you. <coughs>
5: Good. Yeah, well, I mean, the first period, uh, definitely, uh, you know, good to start off on nothing. <clears throat> and uh, third, definitely Ottawa come and calling, but as with the first goal, and the sure's goal, saying goes, good things can happen when you put the puck in the net, and uh, definitely that's what uh, seemed, happened uh, today.
1: Well, you identified that in the first two, Paul, with Andonofsky's goal. Same idea from the blue line.
2: Yeah, and it was interesting in his comment post-game how he said he's just trying to get it at the net, to the net, past the defender coming out who's trying to block it or, or force him to uh, throw it into the corner behind the net. And that was his focus. And, you know, it's one of those pucks that had eyes and found a hole somewhere to, to go in. wasn't the hardest shot in the world. Doesn't have to be the hardest shot in the world. I, I reference, you know, my, my old uh, colleague, Brian Trace, saying it's all about placement. Placement being hit the four by six. <laughs>
5: there you go. Yeah, for sure. And um, I'm not trying to steal away Tristan Malboff's thunder, but I tell you, Ottawa sure was having problems uh, finding the net. As the legend Don Cameron would go, uh, quite a few shots. They didn't really make him be a goalie, which is a good thing. But yeah, um, and definitely except Ottawa came uh, hard in the calling and you gotta watch those penalties for sure you take. So Yeah, and as for defensemen, I can I always remember watching or uh, Andre Benwell. I remember him playing some of the I think being a defensive spread the way he was, you know, his agility and uh how he could still play defense and, you know, still scores, so Anyhow, um, definitely be nice when we get uh, the last player back and let's uh, make uh, 13 unlucky for those nights. So, go Rangers. Take care, guys. Uh, Have a good day and talk to you soon.
1: All right, Stephen. Nice appreciate it. the call. Uh, when it comes to Andre Benoit, I don't want to take anything away from Benoit, but uh, in the in the archives of Kitchener Rangers defensemen, I know he holds the record for points, 299. Andre Benwell was almost a left winger. Let's be, <laughs> let's be
2: honest. Yeah. But great player, great talent. Well, that's he's he's the type of defenseman that I say quite often. He's the type of defenseman that scares both coaches. <laughs> offensively, <laughs> offensively, the the opposition are you know scared, and defensively. Uh, as as his coach, you're going. Oh my God, is he going to get back? You know all those. He's the type of player that scares both coaches, no question about it. Had a great had a great career. He was. I think one of the reasons he was able to be, let's call it a rover, is he was such a great skater. Yes, exactly. He was able to get back into position when he was, you know, playing left wing in the offensive zone. That's a good name from the past, though.
1: It is a very good name from the past. An eight point performance for Andre Benoit on opening night one year. Four goals, four assists in a Rangers win over plymouth Uh, i'm just trying to look ahead to see because uh, steven alluded to what is another theme here of course he said let's make it unlucky number 13 for the london knights kitchener has to play guelph on wednesday before they see the knights on friday and i'm just trying to see and there will not be a london game so London is cruising up 7 nothing on home ice to Owen Sound this afternoon. But what a week ahead, Paul, for the Kitchener Rangers. In Guelph on Wednesday, back here at home to London on Friday. And dare I say that today's 7,230 will look tiny compared to Friday night. This place is going to be packed to the gills. And then you get to go back to London on Saturday, you want to find out what these kitchen arrangers are
2: made of. We're going to find out over the next six days. I, I like uh, I like the idea of uh, uh, unlucky thirteen. That's a that's a good observation there. You know, you mentioned the crowd, Mike. It was really cool to look down again and see standing room along the walls. You know, we saw that the other the other night, uh, but it's just momentum is building, and it's it's a wonderful thing. A lot of kids here again today, which was really cool to see, and there were so many kids under the stands waiting to get autographs and high fives and i'll say this win or lose there's always kids underneath uh and the players are real good about coming out and and high-fiving and signing this and that and the other thing and, and taking the time to to uh you know say hi to the kids how big is it
1: in your mind paul that the rangers win on wednesday in Guelph, you don't want to be looking ahead. It also would give you a three-point cushion on London, forcing them to win both if they want to take over first place. But I mean, just I—I I don't even know if I can express properly in words how big
2: these next three games are for the Kitchener Rangers. Yeah, I, it's funny you, you say that, Mike, because I, I think there is a listen. You want to win all the games, obviously, but I think it's really important that they do rangers get get the two points in london which gives them that cushion that it forces london into a situation you're right where they they have to win both and you know yeah, two points in Quelf. then you mean uh, two points yes. in Quelf? Yeah. yeah and i i think what it does then too is it it makes you know you always feel better after a win than a loss regardless you know the the moral the moral uh moral victories and no they they need a w a, a, a full out w and you know these divisional games, we talk about the four point games. you know two you get and two they don't get. There's the four point swing. You know Guelph Guelph's right in that range too where they're they're not that far off. So I, th- I think it's crucial, but it really sets you up for the weekend where you think if if we get a split, hey life's life's good. And if we don't get a split, if we happen to win both, well, that's even better, but you certainly don't want to lose both. And I think it starts with a, with a solid effort on on uh, Wednesday. It'll be interesting to see if we have Chalet in the lineup or not. I'm hoping so, but yes, we will have to wait and see
1: on that. And uh, watch out for an ornery Guelph team on Wednesday night. They went up north to the Sioux and Saginaw this weekend, lost them both. I thought the Owen Sound attack might catch the London Knights this afternoon because Owen Sound is no slouch but I hear that it was quite the adventure getting from Gray County to London today in the weather so the attack were not necessarily game ready and uh, they are showing it on the scoreboard getting absolutely pumped here this afternoon as we move into the third period it's now 10 nothing for the london Knights. actually they're winding down a minute to go so wow oh my god that's a beating that is a
5: beating. i wouldn't
2: i wouldn't want to be a small dog in any of those own sound players <laughs> house tonight oh my god that's a 10 nothing is a, quite a beating and you mentioned about the weather coach dave cameron had had mentioned to to me that uh it was terrible up in own sound so you know maybe that but that's just an embarrassing uh, loss that really is and and own sounds a team that uh you know they they bought Yes, in, they did, and in, 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 uh, to get. I, it says something about London, though. They just keep their foot on the, on the on the on the gas pedal and and keep going, and it doesn't matter who they're playing, and they're you know run up the score. No, they're just playing hockey. They certainly are, and they are now
1: winners of 12 in a row hey that's almost halfway to the uh, chl record held by a team oh yeah Kitchener <laughs> Rangers yeah, won that 25 yeah. in a row the rangers won about 40 years ago we'll take a break rangers win at 4-2 over ottawa this afternoon rangers talk is brought to you by you save flooring this is city news 570
0: we want to hear from all the armchair coaches call now 519-570-2545 it's city news 570 rangers talk brought to you by you save flooring Prices is so low just take it and go city news 570
1: Well, it may not have been the way the Rangers drew it up, but they hung in there against a hard-charging Ottawa team that came back from 2-0 down in the third to tie it. But Kitchener with a couple of goals from Philip Mishar, the last of them into an empty net. It's a 4-2 final for the Rangers over the 67s this afternoon. Three straight for Kitchener and five of their past seven. And an opportunity for you and me today, Paul. Uh, it was a lot of fun spending some time at a and a with some of the fans, and one Mr. Paul Bissonette, who once played in this league for both the Saginaw Spirit and Owen Sound attack.
2: Yeah, he had a lot of good things to say about this league, too, from his from his time playing. Uh, and, you know, he played, I mentioned this earlier, he played in Owen Sound with Coach Caracus, Uh And it was really interesting, Mike. Uh, he was a fourth-round draft pick, and I asked him about perseverance because after he got drafted... He went to the East Coast League. It's really a big jump to get back to the American League, to get back to the NHL. And he played a couple hundred games in the NHL, had to become a left winger, really, to to stay in the NHL from being a left defenseman. You talk about perseverance. Perseverance applies to many things in life, and that's a good example of somebody who was determined and found a way to get to where he wanted to, to put be, and that's the NHL that is an
1: excellent point and a great question from you that prompted that story about the perseverance he also Paul Bissonette did, tell some stories about his time in the league, including with Marc Andre Fleury, who was one of the best pranksters that he had ever encountered. One time, <laughs> Fleury sewed Bissonette's pockets, shot with his wallet, his keys, everything like that, sewed his pant legs together, and he did all the sewing himself, Biz <laughs> told us. And also, of course, you spoke to a good friend of Paul Bissonette's to find out who's
2: dominating the golf courses these days. Yeah, Jer- I reached out to Jeremy Roenick this week and got some background information. and. And he says, yeah, Paul's very good at the mic. He does his podcast. He's very good at that. He says, but he can't play a lick on the golf course. (laughs) Timo Solani and myself kicked uh Ryan Whitney and uh, Bissonette's uh, butt on the golf course recently and he said hey maybe you should stick to talking and not worrying about trying to win money on the golf course so we had some fun there were some good stories and it was all the fans all left with a smile on their face that's for sure I think they got full value for the value add at this game
1: today it was a good entertaining hockey game that the Rangers win in front of 7,230, and the fans who got to spend time with Bissonette before the game and during the game over in the blue line club this guy knows his role he's a he's a fan favorite when he walks into a hockey arena, and he was pressing all the flesh and posing for all the pictures Uh, he must be exhausted quite frankly but it was good to have him here to uh, relive some stories from his OHL days as well all right big week ahead for the Rangers on Wednesday we're in Guelph Friday home to London Saturday in London Paul and I will be with the team every step of the way and you can join us here for all of the coverage on City News 570 on behalf of my broadcast partner Paul Fixter and our producer Jordan Malcolm my name is Mike Farwell I bid you a very good Sunday afternoon from the Memorial Auditorium in kitchener
0: this has been another edition of city news 570 rangers talk brought to you by you save flooring price is so low just take it and go you're home for the kitchener rangers city news 570